here with my friend Andy. Hey, how are you going, Catherine? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm, I'm very good, yet also tired. Oh, yes. Why are you tired, Andy? It's been a big week. Yes. Oh, gee, what has happened? Uh, a Star Wars movie came out. A Star Wars movie? Yep. Wow. <laughs> now, fair warning for everyone out there. Yep. Full warning. spoilers. Warning. Plot points, characters, the entire movie will be discussed. This is your last warning to get out, hit pause um, before you listen on if you don't want to hear anything if you haven't seen the movie. How do you go? How do you feel, Andy? <laughs> I'm still feeling good. I really like this movie. Though, if you listen to my reaction instantly on Star Wars Spelt Out, I kind of said some things like, oh, yeah, this is better than Force Awakens and Rogue One. <laughs> big I, I was coming from a big high. Uh, giving my whole day with my feelings with it. Um, it's probably in the middle of all the movies. So, yeah. Though I do feel like it's better than Rogue One. But, yeah, yeah. probably it doesn't have that nostalgia for, as mm. The Force Awakens mm. did. So, yeah, it's not yeah. It's not that level. But I think it's it's a standalone between Rogue One and Solo. Uh, solos, yeah. I've, I came out pretty happy last night. I literally skipped around and was jumping Her feet did not touch the ground. I, I think just my dancing was spoilers enough for the people near us last night. Um, that was funny. As soon as we're like sat down talking, these guys are like, oh, spoilers, oh, oh, we got to leave. Oh, sorry, guys. Yep, you've got to leave. But um, I've... I think I came out of there, you know, very unequivocally loving it and just thought it was You jumped out of your seat. Time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was leaning forward the whole time. I think my mouth was open, just big smile on my face, just loving every second of it that it was just fun. This was what I I'd always wanted as a kid. This was the Star Wars adventures I Yeah. The little stories like we watch A New Hope and we see Han and we're like oh, man, I bet he's been on some crazy adventures. Yeah. And we got to see that. Yeah, because yeah, as a little kid, um, I always you know, imagined stories, you know, adventure stories, and my Star Wars stories would probably always involve some kind of heist or operation against the Empire. And so this was sort of oh, wow. scratching that itch of, see, a, of a heist. See, for me, it was just like shootouts, like, oh, lightsaber fights with Vader and stuff. Oh, no. I, I, <laughs> I never had plot points or anything. <laughs> I intricate plot points. Me and my Barbies, we had... Oh, wow, whole, Barbie was involved. <laughs> uh, the soap operas they went through. Anyway, um, <laughs> but no, I really, really enjoyed that. I, mean, I love The Last Jedi, but I've got to admit, I walked out of there just stunned. If yeah, now it was very heavy. Yeah, um, and I couldn't form words properly for about thirty minutes. It was there's a mm. there was a lot going on. Whereas I just bounced out of this movie. It was fun. It was enjoyable, and yeah, I loved it. Um, but Alden, that's the biggest question. How yeah, was Alden? how was he? Did he do it right? And we Did can it. tell you. Nailed it. Nailed it. There were certain points where he looked incredibly, just not, you know, sort of that imitator type of Harrison. Yeah, I never got at is it was a, um, he was impersonating him. No. Like he wasn't trying to, uh, hey kid. That he had the physicality. Yeah. And there was. A the swagger, you the could swagger. say. The swagger. Yeah. But there were certain ways also he held his head mm. that you go, oh, yeah, that's that's Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. like when he would like make these gestures, like if he would be just like standing listening and he'll make these slight movements like, oh, he's thinking, he's up to something. Yeah. 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 He, I thought he did a great job and you know, what an ask to, to become a young Harrison Ford as it were. No one would env envy that job, really. Tough, tough job. Yeah. <laughs> so, but also, 
the other big news or big breakout star is, of course, Donald Glover as Lando. Yes, yes. No, he did a um, – he did. I reckon he did a, a, a really great job of um, getting the, uh, the soul of the character of Lando. Yeah. yeah, he embodied cool. Very much so, especially with those capes. Oh, those capes. The cape wardrobe. He had so many, and I liked how they mentioned it. Like, yeah. Kira mentioned it. She goes, yeah, he has so many capes. <laughs> that, yeah, they've just – he. I thought he got Lando really well done. And I didn't think anyone really did an impersonation. You, they were taking shades. That's right, ritual. yeah. They kind of just did their own thing. Yeah, yeah. But um, – yeah, he was spectacular. And, you know, he's just having a year, is Donald Glover. Oh, he really is, yeah. 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 And it's amazing because I know people you know, at my workplace who have no idea who Donald Glover is. He, um, and I've said, oh, you know, the guy from Community. I'm like, well, what's Community? Yeah. Oh, mm. Guy from Atlanta. What's, what's Atlanta? Atlanta? Yeah. Mm. Okay. But... um. Yeah, I've even just shown them just a Google image of him and they've just paused for a moment and gone, oh no, he's right, he's right. <laughs> He'll do a good job? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. <laughs> but um, I was, you know, I, at the moment I can't quite explain why, what points I enjoyed the most, but I think I really enjoyed there was just a, a roller coaster. It really was, yeah, because uh, in the movie, they start off with uh, Han and Kira in um, sort of like a, sort of like an Oliver Twist, yeah. poor um, street kids, yeah. riff rats. Mm, mm. Oh, it's Aladdin. Um, a bit like Aladdin. Um, oh, without the genie and the magic. Yeah. But like, um, they were in the sewers, they were doing their own things, stealing, and like, we're seeing, you know, how he was, you know, treated then mm. and, uh, and like, how he sort of became who he was now yeah. and also joined Empire. Empire. But what I also found interesting that they didn't delve into was this idea that they had to buy their way out, that they had, you know, they were, like, in this section That's of right. the city. That and to get into the other section... Bribery was still... Bribery. Yeah. Such a massive thing to even move about their own city. Definitely. So... I wouldn't want to live there. So it's a bit of a glimpse into life under imperial rule, which I love those little glimpses. Um, and, yeah, I, I found it interesting. There'd been a lot of talk about time jumps. That's right. There was a slight... We got three years. Three years. Which, you know, was good. That was, yeah, yeah, it was three years. Yes. Oh, brings to mind. What did we think for the non-crawling crawl? Ah, yes. Uh, we didn't get the dreaded uh, spinning yeah, introduction spinning letters. Yeah. letters. Uh, we sort of got the, this sort of Tron legacy type, like the titles there, and we sort of just fly through it. Yeah. But I did like that they set it up with... Um, still a bit of a prologue, some, some words. Yeah. Like you'd get in an Though those, those, mo those, movie. those, though, were sort of, sort of in a slight angle to spin and I'm like, oh, are they going to spin? Oh, no, no it's all no. good. But <laughs> I did like that they did that while they're now leaving the iconic crawl. Yes. For episode movies. I for saga movies, I yeah. That's a, a good compromise. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, we get that three-year jump. Riding to, he's in the Imperial Army, yeah. and we saw a war film, yeah. an Imperial war film, like and with the jumping um, two-legged. Um, well, yeah, the ATSTs getting dropped off by these ships, yeah. and just just mayhem, and like I really, I really liked how no one knew anything. Like, wait, where are we going? Where do we go? Why are we and, here? Uh, yeah, why are we here? And, like, every every Imperial officer that was there was like, you know, we're fighting for the Empire. We're, yeah. we're you know, we're, we're 
providing peace amongst the universe bringing and order and stuff. bringing order and stuff. And like, I really liked how Han questioned it and like looking at the fellow soldiers near him, which is like, yeah. oh man, we, you know, we would never question it and yeah. stuff. We just follow it though. Like would, would, be asking the same questions in our head. We just wouldn't speak out like yeah. Han did. Yeah. And I just liked, I just liked how, how he was then. Yeah. And I liked how he saw an opportunity with Beckett. That's right. Yeah. Great introduction with him. Oh, so a group of survivors. and <laughs> Who's in charge? Uh, you are. You're the captain. Oh, I am. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was. Great introduction. I think all the characters got pretty good introductions, and we got a very mm. quick idea of who they who they are as as people as characters almost immediately. That's right, especially with uh, Lando meeting him um, at the card tables, yeah. and then when we meet um, L three watching the uh, Robot Wars, <laughs> which was very funny because yeah. that was the first thing I nudged um, our friend Josh who I've met, we've mentioned a few times, I was sitting next to him and they had like this little cage match with like robots with like, like you could just make a little robot now and have them like yeah. fight each other with like a little ax thingy and just slamming it. And it just reminded me of the old show Robot Wars. Yeah. Yeah. It was fantastic. But just like, yeah, L3's reaction of like, you know, you we have rights, you don't have to do this, you're just programmed. And yeah. just that banter between her... And Lando was delightful. Now, talking about introductions, Chewie's introduction. Yes. Oh, yes, Chewie's. Did you have a sense that was Chewie? Because they sort of had different sounds when he's when he's got the chain around his ankle and he gets slowly pulled in. It sort of had like a different growl. Yeah, it was as like a misdirection. But when they were talking about the beast, I have to admit I was thinking that's Chewy. Oh, really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Because I was like, "Hey," I'm like, "Beast? What? You have a beast?" And I'm like, "Oh, not another like random alien thing and like." CG and no, Chewy. it's Chewy and like I love how like he he tries to negotiate like you don't need to do this we can get out and like at the moment of Chewy basically about to kill him yeah. he speaks he speaks um, Wookie to him and they have this really nice conversation with subtitles though that's the only time you'll see it yeah. and um, they break free and escape and it's just so funny because he goes ah. Oh, you come follow me. I've got to go to. I've got to go to the pickup site to get on the ship. Follow me, and so he runs one way, and Chewie runs the other way. <laughs> and because Chewie's so strong, he just takes out Han on the chain. I I thought it was a great introduction. You got to see the strength of Chewie straight away, and yeah, yeah, Han speaking Wookie. Who knew? He knew he could well, he only knew a little, he said. He yeah. said, I, I know a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it was great that um, we saw Han speaking Wookiee, but only when Han was speaking it was there subtitles. We kept to the rule of no subtitling, subtitling of Chewie. That's all. right, yeah. It was, a, it was a really great idea. Because we always got... Han's reply, yeah. so we sort of kind of knew what Choi was saying, because yeah. we'll just use our imagination yeah. for that, which is always the best. <laughs> but even in the um in the pit, Chewie was throwing Han around. Oh yeah, so like there was one where I th actually thought he's just snapped his like smashed his neck onto that yeah. pole, but then he just gets up. I'm like, okay, maybe it was just a more of yeah. a thump than a actual yeah. like we need smash. To see it. Yeah, we do need to see and analyze this movie, as in yeah. all Star Wars movies that yes. we do see. Yes. <laughs> and so they eventually got to the ship, and we get the best scene, at least in a way the most unexpected scene. Chewie and Han in a shower. <laughs> yes, they're cleaning up from um, the planet, because they escaped from the planet Minbarm, which was, and it was just like this mighty planet that they're on. And they're escaping from that battle. So, yeah, that we saw this shower scene where Han's getting uh, all the mud washed off. And then we see Chewie's feet enters in. 
And then the camera pans, uh, well, the cam, the camera just cuts to uh, Han's face and yeah. Chewie's face, and he he just says like, uh, "We couldn't just do this one at a time." <laughs> like this, and, and Chewie's just ignoring him, just washing oh, away. <laughs> great, and then you get to meet, you know, a bit more of um, Woody Harrelson, who I thought was great. Like Woody Harrelson's been in. A lot of stuff. And he's played a lot of mentors in other movies as well. Yeah. But I think I didn't see him like, oh, it's Woody. I saw him. That's Beckett. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I've seen him in so many different things, obviously going all the way back to Cheers. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. Um, and and he he's just becomes the character he needs to be because you, you look at the character he plays in, say, True Detective, it's completely oh, different. Oh, definitely huge. Yeah, to many of the other characters he plays. So, yeah, I, I think he was great. I, he just disappeared. And we also got to meet, at that point, Val, um, played by Tandy Nugent. Um, she, was, she was also great. She was really good. Though I would have liked to see more of her. Yeah. But I understood, like, with a movie like this and the story they were trying to tell, you've got to move things along. Yeah. Would have liked to have seen more of her, but in a way I liked that they weren't afraid to kill characters off. That's right. Because obviously we knew at least three characters had to live. That's right. So to actually kill other characters off I was a smart choice. And we got a brand new um, alien played by, well, voiced by um, John Favreau, anyway. What's his name? Rio. Rio. Yeah, nice name. And very funny. I, I yeah. enjoyed his little... Especially his history with Wookiees. Like, well, I think one of them was like, oh, uh, you never want to not invite a Wookiee to a um, to a party or, or dinner or yeah. something. To a feast. To a feast. <laughs> but, um, you know, he was great. He had six hands and he was the pilot so it was great to see a, a different alien and an alien on the same footing as humans as well like given and being you know six-handed has got to be an advantage when you're a pilot <laughs> yes that's true <laughs> and, he's in, and like even um uh i think han han and him had a good little uh discussion um, during the uh, the train robbery, yeah, and um, I thought that was quite good. Sadly, Rio doesn't make it, but he he tells Han like you know that's some good piloting. You know, yeah, you're good, you're a good pilot, but like you know, don't don't leave this world alone. Yeah. Like, yeah, be be, be with someone, have someone there with yeah. you or something. Yeah. And I thought that was quite like, yeah, like yeah. that's really good, mm. a good lesson. The heist itself was just amazing. A very good, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed. You know, a train heist is a trope in a few ways, you know, for the old westerns and those fans of Firefly out there. You know, train heist on on there, but this train heist was amazing with it being a train that just can spin around the road. And rails. rotate, so, yes. Wow. Wow, it was amazing mm. um, and did you think they would have got through um the job or did you know infernest was gonna crash it no i i thought they'd they'd get it because i mm. i thought i went in thinking oh there'll be many jobs uh, job just be one. one part although i have to admit i with the watching the trailers i'd thought the train heist would might be like the um the final job. Oh, yeah, not so early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was surprised that it came in the first mm, third, as it mm. were. So, because yeah, it's such a large set piece, mm. that to do it then was surprising to me. But yeah, it didn't. It didn't work out. Mm. And um, and it's not Han's fault, but Han made the call. Yeah, he made the call, and yeah. you got to do that sometimes. Yeah. No, I thought that was that was like a brilliant scene, and mm. the. Can we talk about the the music score? I thought, yeah. oh, the, the, the yeah, conductor you, you, who did been, it. You've um, been listening to that. I haven't had a chance. No, yeah. Um, yeah uh, so John Powell um, co-wrote um, the music with John Williams because mm. John Williams created a theme for Han. 
for the first time because throughout the movies he's never had a theme. Yeah. He's had a theme with Princess Leia, but he's never had a theme to himself. Yeah. But yeah, I think John Powell did an incredible job. Yeah. Now I'm not um, big into soundtracks, mm-hmm. but I can definitely tell. As much as I love Rogue One, yeah, the soundtrack is not its strong point. But by the same token, you go mm. well. The, it was a last-minute replacement there, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he had four weeks. Yeah, Kino. Yeah, though that's grown on me. Has it? Yeah, I I at first wasn't a fan. Um, maybe two, three pieces on it. Yeah. Mostly near the end because it's just so emotional at the end with everything that happens yeah. in the Rogue One. But um, actually, yeah, no, I quite like what Giacchino okay. did, yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, I highly recommend checking out the Getting the Soundtrack if you're interested. It's on Spotify, um, so if you've got a Spotify account and even iTunes, it's on there. But no, I thought the music was incredible. And like with the train scene, when Infra Nest arrived, her little feint was incredible. Yeah. Like, just the chanting, and then when she would be, in a di- like, moved out of the scene, it would be back straight to the action-type classic yeah. Star Wars music we hear. Yeah. And then when she would reappear, it's her song, and I just thought that was so cool. Yeah, there were lots of touches of, you know, well-known Star Wars themes throughout. One that actually made me giggle to myself was when the, um, it comes later on in the movie, but when the... Um, the destroyer comes through the mm-hmm. fog, mm-hmm. and you hear the um, oh yes, you do when the Death Star, the Death Star, yeah, because it's the, the original, it's Star Fader's theme, yeah. well, or the Imperial theme that they use in the first in in a New Hope, Hope. yes, yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah. Oh, it was so incredible. But even when, because that's when they're starting to do the Kessel Run, yeah. If we skip to there, um that they use a lot of Empire Strikes Back themes. Yeah. Asteroid Field. Uh, oh, even on A New Hope, the uh, uh, escaping from the Death Star. So yeah. when the TIE Fighters are attacking, they had that theme as well. Yeah. yeah, so big tick for the soundtrack from Andy. So after the train heist, we meet uh, Voss. Yes, Voss, played by Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. I really liked his villain. Yeah. Like, he had just, like, this personality of, oh, are you okay? Mm. How do you feel? Do you need a drink? Yeah. Like, just that, like, is yeah. this guy having... Yes, yeah. All the time, just unsettling. Yeah, very right unsettling. Where you stood with him. Mm. It, was, it was a really interesting villain. I liked that he wasn't a, you know, moustache-curling... You know, villain. Yeah, and I liked when you saw him sort of get frustrated. Yeah. His uh, scars would sort of open up and his oh, eyes would go red. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I found him really, really interesting. Uh, now, he was new to the film when Ron Howard took over. That's correct, yes. Yeah, but um, yeah, obviously Ron Howard knows what he's doing and Paul Bettany played a great villain. He was a fantastic villain. Yep. Very Paul good. Bettany. Let's see. He's in Avengers and Star Wars. Two great franchises. He's in a good one. Good one. Yeah. And then of course on Voss's yacht. I, I loved the yacht by the, the way. The yacht was cool. Mm. See when they said yacht I'm like, oh, maybe it's a giant space boat like we saw in Canto Bite. In yeah. Last Jedi, yeah. but when it's an actual like shape of like what a sail would be, yeah. I'm like, that's cool, that's yeah. dope. Yeah, and the gold. Yeah, so much gold. Lots of gold and a cool bar. Like yeah. I would hang out at that bar. Yeah. So Melbourne hipsters, get on it. <laughs> Check out the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah coming to a city near you. Yeah. <laughs> and so on um, Foss's yacht. We meet up again with Kira. Yes. Han catches up with Kira, who he's been uh, searching for. Yeah. Um, and it's a really nice reunion. Like, yeah. I really like the dialogue between them. Yeah. Uh, she was very happy, of course, surprised to see him. But you could definitely tell with her responses that 
stuff has gone down in her life mm. that she wasn't prepared to tell him yet everything. Mm. And I did like that she kept that mystery um, from him for the entirety of the movie. Even at the end, she never quite let on everything. To That's him. right, yeah. She had her own little um, story going on, which yeah. I quite enjoyed because, like, it's always that trope where, like, a, char- a main character is caught up with a past acquaintance and they basically just divulge everything that they've been through and you're just like, yeah. oh, and then and then they might... And then you're like, oh, well... Yeah, again, she had it rough, so I guess it was coming to her. I yeah, don't know. It's, yeah, it's that sort of trope of characters revealing everything and then dying. That's right. Yeah, but um, you definitely got the feeling that Kira was prepared to do whatever she needed to do to survive. That's right. Yeah. Even at that early scene, it's like yeah, you got you knew mm. she was prepared to do whatever it took. Mm. But um, so. There was a couple little references in there when they were talking about where to get the unrefined um, fuel. From That's right. Yes. Scarif. Scarif got name dropped, but I think uh, Voss pushed that to the side because yeah. there was too high security. Yeah. And I, I did like um, – there was a lot of references in this movie, but I liked that they just went past them. And if you didn't yes. hear them – That's right. Or – didn't know about them, mm. they wouldn't stand out because obviously there's some references in movies and and uh, you know Rogue One does stand out for this in you know it's like oh look at this turn to the camera wink wink and we're like yes we know yeah Ponababa we know yeah but um which, which what was your favorite little Easter egg or name I drop like, I did like the Scarif reference um. The little Bosk. Yeah, Bosk. Bosk was my one. Yeah. Like when she's like, um, Val was talking about the types of people yeah. she they should hire to do the job. She mentions, oh, we should have just got Bosk. Yeah. And I thought, ah, oh, nice. Yeah, and um, and the little Aura Singh. Yes. As well. Yeah, Beckett uh, killed Aura Singh. Yeah. So I'm guessing she must have been after him for. a like a bounty, because he said, yeah. as Beckett told Han, he's had a bounty on his head. So he's like, you don't know what it's like when you've got a contract on your head. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he 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 killed her. Though he will say he didn't kill her. The, f- the, the falling off, yeah, the falling fall the fall killed her. Yeah. I just I just gave her a push, which <laughs> which I quite like. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, it's the fall. It's gonna kill you. <laughs> That's right. So it was. You know, that was a nice little reference, like not in Star Wars. Right yeah, as well, but yeah, way. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought he was well done. That made it in universe without. Yeah, I can't think of t- a big one. Well, except for maybe the end. That was a we'll big get like. To that later. We'll get to that. Other than that, I can't think of anything where I was like. Nothing uh, made me groan. Really? Nothing made me groan. Mm. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Um, so then we get to... Um, we get to Lando, yes. We meet Lando. He's playing Sabak. Yes. Though I loved how he corrected Han, because mm. he called it Sabak. Yeah. And he said, no, it's Sabak. Yeah. And then... He called then Han. Han... No, then Lando called Han Han. Yeah. And then... Han, no, then Han corrected him and said, yeah. it's, it's, Han. it's Han, it's Han, wait, is it Han? Now we've confused We've ourselves. confused each other now, even yeah. we don't know. But, um. Anyway, he says either Han or Han and corrects him. And just a great introduction with Lando being the coolest man ever in a cape, gold shirt, and a scarf. And a scarf. <laughs> which gets mentioned, which I found. Don't quite know how he pulls it off, but <laughs> he does. Yeah, no, um, like we said, Donald Glover did a fantastic job. And yeah, and great scene of their meeting. Because uh, he knows Kira from a past job yeah. with Voss. Even he was a bit unsure, like, why she was there. Like, wait, yeah. I've squared things with her, with with him. Yeah. And you, 
we're all good, why are you here? And she tells them about what they need to do mm. and they need a ship. And I, I, I do like when Han tries to butt in. He goes, um, the adults are talking. I'm like, oh, Lando. Ouch. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then we meet, um, oh, what's it, L? L3. L3. Yes, we I meet his companion. LP. LP. L3. Well, it's L337, so L3 is just better to say. Yeah. Um, who is a unique droid. Very unique, a great sense of humour and independence. I really liked that compared to what we got with K2SO, who was mostly just whining about Mm. why are we doing this and I want a gun. Yeah. Well, blaster. And, but what I liked was even how L3 moved. Yes. Very differently to other droids we've seen. Mm-hmm. Almost a sway of the hips there. Yes, they, they use the hips very, very, very much like that, yeah. yeah. Now, we've talked some character introductions. What about the introduction of the Falcon? I really liked it because I, going to that scene when they're like, oh, yeah, I, I've parked it over here so it wouldn't get uh, broken into. Um, it's my own little security area. And then it's like... No, they've uh, in, in yeah, they've yeah. done that, and you needed Beckett to undo yeah. it. <laughs> oh, but watching Han walk around the Falcon for the first time, it was fantastic. And that little snippet of a story about his father being on the sh- in the shipbuilding. Yeah, we got a bit of history on uh, his father. Yeah. yeah. That so you sort of get the implications that, yeah, he was making those type of ships and you mm. start to really understand... The connection. the connection, yeah. That there was a connection there almost from the first. That's right, yeah. And oh, I still can't get over how clean and pristine... Yeah, that's right. Though I do, I do like, um, like I was saying with Alden's performance, his little gestures he would make with his face, I do like how he just looks around in the cockpit and just mm. smiles. And I'm like, yeah, we know, yeah. man, we know. Yeah. And so I, I really love um, how they talked about the Kessel Run and how they introduced the idea of why distance was so important in terms of the Kessel Run. That's right, yeah. Because um, with the Kessel Run, uh, they had like sort of like a, like a, like a tunnel which was safe, but if you went off the tunnel, it's just a whole mixed bag of, um, what do you say, like as- asteroids and lost ships yeah. and... Yeah, and like, anything. Yeah, because uh, it was all just like an atmospheric lightning storm yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, though it was funny when they ran into like this giant creature that yeah. was there, which sort of makes sense because it's sort of like, I see it as like a dimension, like it's just yeah. a random thing in, in the dimension. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that it was, yeah, it was, it was cool to see. It was cool to see space travel and, and how space travel kind of works in a way that we've just accepted, oh yeah, you push a button, pull a lever, bang, you're in hyperspace, but why navigation? You need, yeah. yeah. Like Hans said in, um, in the new hope, like, you know, we got to get it right because we don't want to just warp into an asteroid or a planet like yeah yeah and and then on on Kessel itself we see you know them going down to steal the fuel and oh great great scene I'm not sure what the planet's name was was it Kessel though it was the The planet the planet's called Kessel I thought the actual um atmospheric Thing outside of the planet was Kessel. Yeah. Uh, it was named, yeah, yeah, it was named Kessel. There you go, there's a why those rogue well, yes. planet titles were actually quite handy. Very handy. Yeah, so on Kessel, they you know, were going to steal the fuel, but they didn't really have a plan. Or as I think of it, it's a Han plan. We're just getting and blast things. Yeah, well, no, isn't, wasn't it more of a Kira, Kira plan? 
or Kira got them in the door. That's right. She got them on the door. I do like how they always go with the, you know, the fake prisoner. Yeah. And then they escape and, like, take mm-hmm. over. But um, no, I quite enjoyed that, though. That the, the the boss of that planet of the um the 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 mining facility, yeah. all those fluids leaking out yeah. and like even I could just tell she was just like what was this yeah. guy? But luckily um L three was there to translate. But yeah, yeah it was just so mm. uh, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and Beckett wearing um Lando's yeah Lando's um disguise uh, from Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So good to see. So that tells us. He has a wardrobe of disguises. Oh, a cape wardrobe and a disguise wardrobe? Man. <laughs> uh, it would have been funny um, when they get into, when she has the meeting with the head head boss yeah. guy at the um, facility, when she said, when he's like, you know, no security guys needed to negotiate. I thought he, the camera was going to zoom up and he was going to, lower his little thing just like Lando did in Jedi so we knew oh that's Lando (laughs) if we hadn't already guessed so in a way I'm kind of glad that they didn't because that would have been one wink to me yeah I know a good enough wink him just wearing the outfit you didn't need to push it I know my own wishful thinking maybe (laughs) maybe in a deleted scene Andy's edit (laughs) We all need our own edits. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Um, uh, I, I did like that. Things went wrong. Yes. Because as, uh, I think as soon as they took over the control panel, all the uh, air robots and androids started uh, being free yeah. from the restraining bolts, which L3 helped happen. Yeah. And their little revolution, which was very, very funny and entertaining. We saw a gonk droid on um, a control panel gonking, <laughs> gonking his way of destruction. Yeah, it's awesome. And we got to see another Wookiee. Yes, though I have to say the design was really, yeah, really not right mm. in my opinion. Yeah, there was something, yeah, a bit NQR about. Yeah, unless it was like sort of like just like a different type of mm. breed of Wookiee, mm. but it just there just it wasn't yeah. much um, I don't know facial yeah. features for it. It could yeah. be that we're so used to Chewie. Yeah, that any other Wookiee looks. A bit and odd. thinking back to Revenge of the Sith when we saw Kashyyyk. Yeah. Yeah, very very different. But were they mostly digital Wookies? Thing. Some were, yeah. but others were costumed. Mm. They just multiplied it. But yeah, yeah very different. But um, but like I said, it could have been just a different breed. That yeah. makes sense. All right. Because we saw in the Star Wars uh, Holiday Special how different they all looked. So, oh, yes. Yes. That was the, yeah. yeah, that was the hoot. Yeah. But again, Chewie was so physical during that. Yes, day. yes. And can I just, all props to, um, is it? I'm not sure. I'm going to butcher his name. Um, Junus, I think. Like Ah, uh, yes, Junus. Junus. Um, who plays Chew, Chewy. Chewy, yeah. So he he gets it. He completely gets yeah, it. Yeah, even from the eyes, just those yeah. eye movements. And he just embodies Chewy now. Yeah. But he is far more physical than, far more physical than Peter Mayhew ever was. Oh. He had his moments in, uh, oh gosh, when was Chewie? Well, in the in New Hope, he had to, you know. Not, yeah. Oh, well, he got angry with Luke putting yeah. the cuffs on yeah. him and Hound had to come and interfere. But, but no, with Empire, when he was choking, yeah. choking Lando, Lando from yeah. betraying, like, yeah. he, he had his moments of being, you know, physical, well, I, I guess. But yes, this body. is the most full yeah. body Chewie. Like, he's like. We saw him rip arms off. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great because he ruined the outfit for <laughs> Han, which was okay, but yeah. Chewie was fantastic. Yeah. And seeing Chewie break out the other Wookiee was great. And to see how important his people was to That's him. right. Yeah. Because even like when that moment happened when Han's like, come on, we've got to go. Uh, my fa- my, my, yeah. you know, my people. People. 
he understood and said, you yeah. do what you need to do. Yeah. We'll catch up yeah. whenever, you know. Oh, how are you and Chewie going? And he's like, oh, Chewie's gone. Oh, what? He's dead? Oh, no, he just had to do something. Like, <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah, I just loved those those type of moments. Yeah, that... <laughs> he's fine. So Chewie was just fantastic in that sequence, but you got to really see how physical he was, but how emotional he was at saying goodbye. To That's that right. Rookie. Yeah. When he's like, "No, my loyalty is with Han and, yep. and these people." Yeah. So, did we see his life, Dad? Though. No, they. He never just hanged around. It. They never. Mentioned it wasn't it. the train pulling him. No, because no. you would think that. I think it was the prison. He got him out of prison, so he's like, all right, you saved me, you got me out of here. I think that's the life debt. But, yeah, nothing was mentioned. Yeah. Nothing was mentioned, but, um, yeah, there's definitely a loyalty there. Yeah, because thinking of it now, I reckon, yeah, it must be the prison break. But also the loyalty that Han shows back to Chewie. That's right, yeah. that, That he doesn't. You know, talk down to Chewie. He'll 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 ask his opinion. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Well, what do you know anyway? Yeah. Like you know, yeah. yes, some, he'll dismiss it, but he'll ask it, and it'll it affects him. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, they're definitely. You know, Han's really the the person who treats Chewie as an equal. Definitely. Yeah. And Chewie's probably had. Fair bit, especially since the empires come over, of being treated as well a beast. That's right, yeah, because they've, you know, the emperor's got no time for creatures or aliens, yeah. non-humans. Yeah, it's very um, one note. Yeah. yeah. So then they're getting their way back through the Kessel Run, and we start to see. Han flying the Falcon. Yes, because they're trying to escape because um, the Imperials have been alerted and there's a Star Destroyer th- going through the uh, the tunnel yeah. of Kessel. And I liked it how even in that, in that moment, Lando's like, oh, you're not going to attack. And Han just flies straight towards the Destroyer. And he makes a, a turn, but he does the unpredictable. That's right, yes. And... And in those moments, like, even Lando's like, yeah, you can fly my ship. Yeah, yeah, uh, there's a bit of respect between them. But I, I do like throughout the film their little banter um, towards each other, yeah. trying to one-up each time. Yeah. Um, very funny. And even, like, uh, L3 learning her history with Lando um, when she has that moment with yeah. uh, Kira. Oh, hello, Jack. He's <laughs> Jack's come to say hi again. Yeah. How you going, buddy? Seeing that relationship in um, in the cockpit. Yeah, yeah. They L three was a definite personality, but the grief in Lando when L three was destroyed. Was sadly, yes, yeah, sadly destroyed in the blaster fire in the escape. Real grief there, which is a first in a way in seeing the Star Wars universe to see a, a human caring about. Caring. A that's right. Yeah. We care about. You know, R2 and, and 3PO, but you know, the people in the movies don't seem to. Although that has kind of changed in a way in Rogue One, you think about... Um, well, K2, K2, yeah. Um, Cassian... Cassian was pretty attached. upset yeah. and attached, yeah, because he was his... Um, yeah, his co-pilot, his... His um, best friend. Considered Cassian his best friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's nice. That, yeah, yeah that, that, that's a nice thought, yeah. <laughs> what did we think about um, how L3 has, is now part of the Falcon? I feel like someone spoiled that for me, though. Or, like, not someone spoiled it, sorry. I read somewhere that was going to happen. Oh, okay. because, uh, because in Empire, when... The Falcon was having all those issues. Like, talk to the naval computer and see through if he was like, oh, well, she's speaking this odd dialect and very rude and stuff. And I I always thought, like, wait, they have personalities? I don't get it. Seeing it happen and it getting explained in this movie, I thought, wow, like, Mm. 
That's cool. Yeah. Getting explained without it hammering, being really obvious or hammering you over the head. Yeah. Yeah. So, but again, characters dying. So they escape, they get through the castle run, and they reach to their meeting spot with uh, Vass. Yeah, yeah. The, they'll Voss, get, yeah, sorry. Get the um, fuel refined and... Yeah, to get it refined and, and meet at a meeting spot on the planet uh, with Voss to make the exchange. Yeah. Which we find out that Han's got a plan, but before they think of that, who shows up? Infa's Nest. Everywhere they go, Infa's Nest. She always knows. <laughs> but we start to see the Falcon being, looking very battered. Yes, very battered. Very unhappy about and, it. And as they're surrounded by Infa's Nest's men, Han turns to Beckett and gives him a nod saying, like, I've got this, and says, oh, we have, we have 20 men on that, on that ship, and I just have to, you know, raise my hand and, and click my fingers and you'll be all surrounded, and it just lifts yeah. up and takes off and goes away. <laughs> like, Lando's like, oh, you guys are surrounded? I'm, I'm going, see ya, good luck, and yeah. flies off. And then he, he, he walks back and he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll let you yeah. talk. Yeah, I'll let you. But this. I do like that Han's plans <laughs> fell apart. Yes, and and that's typical Han's plans. Yeah, they they never quite work out. As yeah, hiding Return of the Jedi. That's How right. Are you going same as always. Yes. <laughs> that bad. Huh? That bad. Yep. <laughs> yes. Um. And then we get it revealed that Infus Nest is a um. Working for the rebellion, yeah, yeah, and her actual name is um, Lexi, who was uh, on a planet who was taken over um, by uh, Voss's men yeah. to provide, yeah, um, materials, and it sort of sounded like it was mined. Yes, like, yeah, like a mining colony. Yeah. So I really like these little glimpses into. How the Empire works. Yeah, because everyone on her crew was mm. affected yeah. somehow by the Emperor and Voss. Yeah. And, of course, Warwick Davies. Was yes, there. Warwick Davies. And he had a good little speaking role. Yeah. Finally, we saw his face. We heard him speak. Yeah. Great. And, and his uh, character, uh, he has a character name. I, th- I thought it was that finale. You know, it wasn't like an um, action finale like we're used to in a lot of blockbusters but I thought it was a, a fishing end that to a what was essentially a heist movie characters you know double crossing each other weasel his name was weasel ah. I, I I really enjoyed the ending yes how mm. characters double crossed each other yes we had a few double crossings yeah. um, now did you expect the main double cross once Han got the fuel to Voss? No. When he said, oh, my partner told me otherwise. Though I do not understand how he's looking at the fuel and goes, oh, this is pretty good. It's not the real thing, though. I think he's expecting it um, to be fake, so he's treating uh, it like it's fake. Uh, to act out the trap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he, yeah, Voss is acting... Like, yeah, this is... So he can do the betrayal. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm with you there. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So... That's cool, though. I really enjoy that. But, yeah, I I expected Beckett. Yeah. I knew it would be... Because, yeah. like he said, I told you, expect yeah. everyone to betray you. Yeah. And it's like... Mm. Obviously, I expected him to have a big role, but I didn't think he'd be in in all of it. I sort of thought he'd be, yeah, the mentor or the... Um, and then he'll, like, move to the side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or he'd be in and out a bit. He was in it the whole way. Now, for the last big reveal. Yes. So, Voss is dead. Kira killed him yep. in an awesome sword fight. Han met up with Beckett. Yep. Shot him. Yep. First. <laughs> he shot him first. Yep. And as we see Kira's ship start to fly away. We get this scene. 
where she makes contact with her boss. A hidden figure, but we know that voice. One might say a phantom menace. One might say that, and also a jewel, someone who was in a jewel of their fate. (laughs) Yes. Uh, There was no way anyone was expecting Darth Maul. No way. No. I I had no idea. I was expecting Jabba. Yeah, and that would have made sense. They'd yeah. been mentioning hut syndicates the whole time. That's right. And people would have accepted that because they're established as a crime family. Mm. But yeah, Darth Maul. Yeah. And voiced by um, Star Wars Rebels, Sam Witwer. Yes. yes. And Ray Park as the actor. Yeah, which is amazing. That yeah. Brought Ray they Park brought him back. back. And he had his robot legs. See, I didn't. I didn't notice that, so I'll look for it next time. Yeah. So was it the robot two leg, not robot? Yeah, no, it wasn't the spider legs. It was just the two legs that we saw in Rebels. Yeah. Um, And he, uh, yeah, got his lightsaber and let that remind us he had a red lightsaber. But I think he was mostly just reminding Kira, like, remember who you serve. Yeah. Yeah. Like... You're working for me. Yeah, you're working so for I me. So I liked that because he was... You can't fool me. Yeah, you you can't, yeah. yeah. And I do like how she plotted the murder of Voss on Beckett and not Han. Yeah. 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 But what did we think about it being Maul? Do you think it was a, a smart move or... Um, came out of nowhere for me. Yeah. And I didn't even know he was doing these type of things then. Like, I watched Rebels, I've watched, I caught up on Clone Wars, um, but like I said, I haven't really read the yeah. comics, and I was told leaving the cinema that, oh no, this is what he's, this is what he's been yeah. doing in the comics, is building up these yeah. syndicates, so he can uh, sort of rage his, a little war against the Empire. Yeah. So, you know, we'd seen... According to the timeline, probably the last we would have saw him was um, when he took over from the Mandalorians. He fought. That's correct, yeah. And he fought at the Mandalorians and he failed. Yeah. Um, and he was, uh, he yeah, was, he, 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 was he, he lost. Yeah, he was their leader and he lost because the Emperor arrived and showed him who's boss. Mm. Um, and he was just really upset about it and um and took off and just went into the unknown and this is where we see him at is Mm. building these syndicates and then as we saw in rebels that's where he fully ends but do you think i i mentioned this last night and i'll say it again for the average moviegoer who hasn't watched all of the star wars animation would they be confused by this um yes um, yeah. or people yeah. going, didn't he die? Yeah. Or even just who is that guy yeah. <laughs> in case they haven't seen that movie where isn't he dead? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I'm not sure about that. They keep in a way bringing Darth Maul back mm. and you know, admittedly he was kind of cooling the Clone Wars, um, and had his moments and in Rebels. Had his moments in Rebels. Ooh. Yeah, I don't think it was the smartest move to put him back into the movies because the average punter is going to be a bit confused by that. And I yes. think mm. also it's going to suck up a lot of the discussions about mm. Solo that people are going to have for a while. And I think um, our friends... That we've spoken to today, I think that's the scene that they've all gone. Oh, yeah, that was. If there's, if anyone has a groan moment in the film, almost universally, I think it's that. It's that scene, yeah. yeah but I think scene. giving it time, people are like, ah, it's alright. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's one of these things where Star Wars has sort of relied on um, comic books and other things to explain what's mm. happening, which, 
you can't rely on other materials to explain what's happening on the screen. Yeah. So I think it would have made more sense to have Jabba or at least a hut mm. you know, on the other end because I think everyone would get that. Mm. And in a way sort of figure out, well, that might be how Han ends up working. Yeah, he knows there's a job. Though it, um, it won't be the job where they lose the spice. No. Because that's... That's still a, yeah, a ways off. Yeah, he's just going to do works for him, do all different types yeah. of adventure-type jobs. So if this movie gets a sequel, it'll probably be like Han and Chewie working for Hut. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. I'm cool to see. Mm. I think... I'm not exactly sure yet where it falls in the space between... Um, Revenge of the Sith and New Hope, but it's definitely closer to Revenge of the Sith than New Hope, do you think, or somewhere in the middle? Oh, yeah, it's before Rogue One, well, so, yeah. yeah. yeah but, because um, the rebellion in Solo's very... It's still getting built, early. so I would say it's around Rebels. Earlier than Rebels, I'd say. Oh, really, early? Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd say earlier than Rebels. Well, we met Saw in Rebels. Mm-hmm. And he was... We met Saw in Clone Wars as well, don't forget. Oh, that was very early. Yeah. But Because we, we saw two tubes in yeah. her gang. Yeah. And like, you know, in a few years, he'll be part of Saw's... Yeah. You know... But, so, but yeah, Solo's definitely before Rebels. Okay. I, I'd say. I haven't thought of that. Yeah. So... Who knows yeah. when these timelines yeah. are? Because they keep deciding, but, you know... We'll, we'll find... We'll uh, find out. <laughs> ...and clarify it. Yeah, I think the Darth Maul inclusion will probably be for everyone who either loves it or people who don't like it. The Darth Maul inclusion will be the definite talking point. Mm. And one point that I think everyone can sort of get together on of, really? Okay. Yeah. I'm not... Yeah, I'm not sold it was the right move. Mm. Um, again, but I'm, I'm thinking back to when Phantom Menace first came out. That's or the right. Trailers, at least. Yeah. Like, how cool was Darth Maul? Because, like, yeah, but they didn't know, like, yeah. George wouldn't have known he was, yeah. like, the coolest. He's just like, I'm just doing my own thing. Yeah. I think, I think still put it best on his reaction part that he put out. It really puts you in a mess when, like, you've, you keep bringing back this guy yeah. and we've seen him get killed multiple times now, yet they keep bringing him back. Yeah. yeah. You should have just let him live. Yeah. Keep him dead. Or, yeah. Or I'd say at this point, keep him away from the movies. Yeah. Mm. So, let this just be the one. Yeah. 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 So that was really the only sort of, not even all that negative, but mm. moment where you go, mm, okay. But I have to admit, in the moment, I was like, what? What? Yeah. Maul? It was a big and shock. I was even looking at Maul, Maul going, no. No, it's just another one of his species. No. <laughs> Is it no. his brother? <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> um. Well, we'll... we'll Sounds like we're wrapped. We're, I think we've spoken about everything. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think all the major points. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to say, it was just so much fun. I really yeah. enjoyed it. A really it. good uh, good popcorn flick, uh, fun adventure movie. And um, let us know what you think. We've got an email, thatgeekpod at gmail.com. So drop us you know, any... Thing you want to say about the movie or anything we got wrong? Yes, please correct us. Yes, yeah, so we can. That's how we learn. <laughs> um, you can also contact the um, podcast on that geek pod on Twitter, and you can find me at that geek Andy on Twitter, and I'm at Catherine underscore Neen. Yes, the underscore always important. <laughs> That's right. You can. Um, it's hard to get straight names on oh, it's Twitter. The cleanest branding I could get. <laughs> That Geek Pod shall return. <laughs>